This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Boomer and Geo on The Fan and the CBS Sports Network. For the Built Ford Tough Studio, Boomer and Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Tuesday morning, middle of the night, you get some more Carlos Correa news, which is just ridiculous at this point. Ridiculous! Enough! This is a pooper get off the pot moment for Scott Boris and Carlos Correa. And if I'm Steve Cohen, I'm Billy Epler, if I'm anybody associated with the Mets, I say, you really want to go to Minnesota? You really want to play the rest of your career as a Minnesota twin? Or do you want to be here where I'm going to give you a shot to win a World Series every single year? And you can play next to your buddy and you're going to have all the endorsements. And I am going to make this team the preeminent team in Major League Baseball. Or do you want to go over to the Target Field in Minnesota where it's going to be 45 degrees on Labor Day? What do you want to do? Make a decision. We're done. Take this deal or go screw. A lot of Jets news yesterday coming out of clean your locker out day as well. And of course, plenty of Giants in the playoffs talk today. A terrible national championship game that I don't even know if it's worth mentioning outside of Jerry's updates. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Oh, good morning, G. Yeah, of course it's, uh, you got to update. Stetson Bennett was unbelievable. It's two years in a row that this five foot eleven quarterback has led the best team in college football to back-to-back college football championships. I mean, he was... Unbelievable! Yeah, but you night. wanted a good game. And, and you, you, you wanted a close game. You wanted a good game. You wanted TCU to compete because that would have been a lot of fun. And you got the exact opposite of that from the jump. And and that was you know that was a go to bed at thirty one to seven type yeah, of you know, game. No, it was thirty eight to seven at half. It even got worse. But what I did is uh, you know I was watching the Nick game simultaneously. Yeah. And that worked out great. Uh, well. <laughs> Here's the thing. There was a point in the Nick game, and I tell me if I'm wrong or if I'm right. I don't know. Nick fans who watch it maybe a little bit closer than I do yeah. probably would feel the same way this morning. You, know, you always wonder where in the game does the momentum really, like, change? And all of a sudden, like the Knicks last night, this momentum changed. And they're playing a very good Bucks team. Of course, we all know that. And, you know, they have to scrap and fight for everything. They got to play defense. They got to hit their shots. All, all the things that we always talk about when it comes to basketball. But there was a moment in this game at the end of the third quarter. I want to say 
It's like about a minute 40 or so to go in the third quarter. The Knicks have the ball on offense. And this Isaiah Hartenstein kid has the ball. He's seven foot tall. Mm-hmm. He is right at the rim. Yeah. He misses a layup. Yeah. Misses a tip. Mm-hmm. And then misses another layup all within about three seconds. I mean, for your seven foot, boom, for, for God's sake, yeah. take the ball and jam it through the hole. Right. Because for whatever reason, he is the, I don't even, I, I have, I can't sit here and tell you that I've watched every single one of their games because I haven't. But the games that I have watched, there are times where he looks great, and then there are times where he's right next to the basket and he cannot, for the life of himself, put the ball in the hoop. And I, <laughs> well, that's why six, he's Isaiah Hartenstein and he's not Giannis. You know what I'm saying? It's like six inches away from the hoop, yeah, and he can't do it. So right after this little flurry. Mm-hmm. At the basket, maybe this is why he's played on like three different teams in the last three years. The uh, the Bucks go down, and like that last, I, I feel like the last couple of minutes of the third quarter, it's like they all of a sudden started ramping it up to get ready for the fourth. Yeah, quarter. I've got I've got a theory on that. Okay, the, th- the theory is the Knicks now are that team, which is a credit to the Knicks, where like the good teams are like, oh man, we got to play. Like it used to be like last year when they were bad and year before they were like they were pretty good and that was a strange year to begin with. But you know, last year they had a team that the good teams didn't even need to show up for to beat. So like the Bucks were like, All right, we don't really need to show up tonight to beat the Knicks. But then all of a sudden the Knicks are playing well and they get out to a big lead and then the Bucks were like, Oh, we gotta play now. This sucks. We got to figure this out. Let's turn it on and we'll roll right past them in the fourth quarter because we're that much better than they are. And that's exactly what happened. But uh, still, the, the Knicks are overachieving in, in my eyes right now from what I expected. And uh, hopefully they just continue to hang around and have a shot to give us a little bit of entertainment in the postseason. I would agree. I would definitely agree about that. But I was just thinking, and specifically last night's game, that moment at the end of the third period, third quarter, I was just like, I mean, come on. You got to dunk the ball. You got to do something. You got, you're seven foot tall. Yeah, right. I, I mean, trying to tip it and this and that and everything else. Just grab it, slam it down, and then, you know, pound your chest and, and yell. Do something. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure he's a nice kid, and I'm sure he's a he's been a good player for them. He's got a family. I, yeah, he's got a family. I, and I just, I, I don't know. I just felt like that was the moment. I'm like, come on. That's, that's. And I don't know, maybe that's just the Knicks' growing pains. Who knows? They're not going anywhere. I mean, they they should make the playoffs. They should. And um, like I said, they're a scrappy team, and I can appreciate that. And Obi Toppin didn't play much last night. He's back now, so hopefully he'll get back into the flow of things. And they'll be a better team overall. That's all you can really ask for. Hey, so by the way, yeah, I did figure out finally yesterday exactly what you, my friend, are doing. What do you mean? You know how I often talk about not touching the money around here, yeah. and you you got to be respectful of the game. You got to you got to be respectful of the gods of the game. The whole thing, just just show your respect to your to the team that you're playing, and you know mm-hmm. don't ever jump out in front of the game. Don't ever guarantee anything. You know, there's only so many Mark Messiers and Joe Namath walking around out there, and there are very few of those guys. Yeah, and you know, and I hate when fans are all over you. Know, my team's winning this, touching the money. That's what that's called. Well, would you, but hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. I'm not done yet. Okay. I figured out that you're doing the reverse of that. No, no, Yesterday. No. Yesterday. Wrong. wrong. You were doing the reverse wrong. of that. Wrong. And you, you were trying. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. No, you're saying your team's losing. So that's wrong. the reverse it's of my team. It's not the winning. reverse. I'm telling you, it's what I believe. I don't know how many times. 
There was a bunch of Giant fans yesterday that were texting me, friends of mine. Of course, I got a million Giant fan friends just like you do. And they're all saying, stop doing the reverse psychology. You're doing the reverse psychology. This is what you're trying to do. That's not what I'm trying That's, to do. I think that is what you're trying I'm to do. I'm telling you, trust me, and you know me. You're, this is the sixth year that we're starting to do this show. You sat next to me through Kirk Cousins, through Case Keenum, through everything else, through Mike Zimmer, to this new, through all the losses. I've gone through everything. And all the wins. I mean, right, there's, been, a lot of there's wins. been wins, and I've explained been, to you everything. You've had some of the most remarkable wins. In the last 10 years of the NFL, I could I could sit here and make an argument that the Minnesota Vikings have had three of the most improbable, incredible yeah. comeback wins that we have ever seen in the history of the NFL. Right, which is which is nice, but when you're a team who in recent memory has not got to the Super Bowl and then has in the long history of the organization never won one, uh, when you see those things and it doesn't result in a championship, it gets a little tired after a while because you want you've seen everything else. I've seen everything else. Now I need to see them actually get to a Super Bowl and win it. But no, I'm not doing reverse psychology. I told you that the world of the Minnesota Vikings revolves around me. And this is the only way the story can end. And that's what I believe, that it is my destiny. I'm not trying to do reverse psychology. If I believed that they were going to win, I'd sit here and tell you, I think they're going to win. I told you three weeks ago, before this was even a matchup, that the Vikings and the Giants were going to meet in the playoffs, or the Giants were going to beat the Vikings, and I would have to go on a sabbatical because I wouldn't be able to deal with it. Okay, so That now, was three weeks ago. I know that. I know. You've been all over this. I'm not saying that you haven't been, but I, we all, I think we all can feel exactly what you're doing, how you're doing it, and, you know, the if you come in here next Monday and the Vikings have won the game, like, what will you say? Will you minimize the fact that they won or Daniel oh, Jones doing an interception or this what happened no. here and that's what happened there? And, you know, we but, well, it depends what happens to the game, but I'd be very surprised. And I'd, I'd say what a, what a disappointing morning for Giants fans having blown this opportunity. I mean, that's to me what what I think the take is going to be, because, you know, they they should win this game. They should the Giants. And I believe that they will. So it's just, it's not reverse psychology. I'm not trying to do the reverse double whammy. I'm not trying to do any of that stuff. I don't have that type of power. When it comes to this team, I know how it's going to go. It always goes the way that you don't want it to go for them in the biggest moments. Okay. And for, for me, now we're in the playoffs and it's the Giants and sat right here in this chair and talked about in the beginning of the year before, just here's another example. I remember Al started a warm-up show week one after the Giants beat the Titans, and he goes, Geo's Giants rant, ill-timed, because <laughs> I trashed the hell out of them on that Friday going into that game, telling them they're going to be awful, they're going to get killed, Derrick Henry even off an injury is going to run for 300 yards against them, and this team will be lucky to get the four wins. And what happened? They beat the Titans. So this is just another example of that. The ultimate example of that, where there is going to be yeah. egg on my face. The ultimate example of egg on my face happens this weekend because Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, who I said get rid of all offseason, don't bring them back. 
Dave Gettleman's stink. Get him out of the building. Have come back and each of them have most likely earned a contract extension from the Giants. And those guys will go into that building and beat my team because that's the way it will work. To ruin my life. That's what will happen. It is written in stone. You're going to Philadelphia. I'm telling you right now. Just watch. Just watch. It'll happen. Just like Gary Anderson never missed a field goal. In the history of the NFL, there was never a guy who went through to that point, went through a regular season, who didn't miss a field goal. And then to hit a 38-yard field goal to send the team to the Super Bowl for the first time since the frickin' 70s, he misses it! At home! They were 15-1! and one. He missed the field goal! I mean, I don't, it always happens. Brett Favre had the best regular season touchdowns to interceptions he'd ever had in his life with the Minnesota Vikings in the 2009 season. And what does he do in the most critical moment of the game in the NFC Championship game against the Saints? Throws the worst interception you could possibly imagine. Well, that was Bounty Gate game. Okay, he still threw the pick. I know, but that was Bounty Gate game. They were going after him. They were trying to hurt him. Oh, my God. That's why Sean Payton, the guy that's going to be getting $20 million a year, got basically suspended and lost $7 million that year. 2000, one of the great giant fan memories. 2000 NFC Championship game. The Vikings were 11-2 going into the last three games of the season. They lost the last three games of the season to finish 11-5. Thus allowing the Giants to leapfrog them to get to the one seed and then host the NFC Championship game where they beat them 41 to nothing. So is this reverse psychology or is this me telling you the way it's going to go? This will happen and it will happen in the most dramatic, horrible, gut-wrenching way that you could possibly draw up. You can't even imagine how bad of a loss this is going to be for the Vikings. Right now, as we sit here, you can't even, you could get the person who wrote Coco, the the Disney movie in here, and he couldn't be creative enough to come up with how the Vikings are going to lose this game. And they will make me believe that they have won it. They will do that. And then they will rip it away. And I will be in here on Monday morning going, told you so. All right, so <clears throat> I say reverse psychology. That's what we're getting. Oh here. my god! That's what I see. That's what I'm feeling. I know what you're doing. You, you're just going I'm all not, in. You're dude, going I'm all in. I'm telling you, I'm if telling I you. was doing that, I would. I, I wish I was doing that. I, I wish I was doing that. I wish I had the belief to do that. I don't have the belief. You're an incredible. I don't. Inc- you're you're an incredible performer. You're doing a good job. No, no, no. I appreciate. It's no, it. it has nothing to do with it. Nothing. Here's ha- if I were performing. The performance would be me believing in the Vikings. Right, so let me ask you a question. That would be the performance. Let's say the Vikings do win. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you going to come in here and be happy on Monday morning, or are you just going to be like, oh, there we go. Now the next game, we're going to no, lose the next game. I'll tell you. I'll I tell mean, you. like, geez. No, man. I'll tell you. I've you never ask seen me the, like you ask me the question, I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. If they some, which they won't, if they somehow win the game, I will be relieved because now this won't be another reference point for Giants fans to crap all over me for the rest of my life so i'll be relieved of that but it won't happen but but that's what this will be is remember that year that you trashed the giants and they went and beat your vikings when they won 13 games remember that that from now until the day i die that will be a thing that i hear because i live here so i will be relieved but then i will also say well of course you're going to go into san francisco and lose I, i don't know how you process all this stuff but i go back to 2007 
And my partner then, Spank, you know, I had to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge in a Speedo because he, you know, basically kind of trashed the Giants going into that playoffs run. And, and I said that they were going to win in Dallas, I believe it was. They won in Dallas, so he then lost the bet and had to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge in the Speedo and then had, ended up with the, the hemorrhoids and the hemorrhoidectomy right. uh, hemorrhoid and everything right. else, which was very difficult on him. And it was very difficult on people who would travel with him. And he was just, he just couldn't poop, you know. I mean, just, it was really hurt a lot. So my, my point is, is that he got over it. You know, he ripped the giant fan and everything, ripped the Giants, ripped Eli Manning, ripped Tom Coughlin, was ripping everybody. And the Giants, lo and behold, went on to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. for God's sake. Yeah. So, I mean, he was able to get over it. I think you will be able to get over it if, in fact, the Giants do win. No. You don't understand. I mean, I'll, I'll be able to get over it. I'll be able to move on from my life. But it becomes it becomes on. a thing. It becomes a reference point. It becomes a thing. So, like, and especially when it just happens. I mean, then I'm going to have to live with that for the rest of the week. And I'm just going to try. I would try to turn the page as quickly as possible and go right to the Eagle game. But, I mean, it's just, no, it's just, this is... This is the way it's going to go. I'm already resigned to the fact that that Sunday and you, you, all right. So you think that here this is I will show you text messages. You think I'm performing because I've got the microphone in front of me. I will show you text messages from last night from me to the head flunky who's the guy who made me a Minnesota Vikings fan. All right. Last night I said it's going to be hell Sunday. Pure torture. Good night. That's the last thing I wrote to him. All right? Because I sent him the segment of me and you talking about this. And he goes, I hope you're wrong. I hope you're wrong. I said, nope, I'm not wrong. It's going to be pure hell. So am I performing in my private text messages or do I believe it? I believe it. I believe it to be. And it will happen. It will. You'll see. I can't wait to come in here and you sitting in that makeup chair and I go talk to you. Good morning. Boom. Hey, gee, what's happening? And then you turn to me and you say, man, you were right. I should have never doubted you. You were right on top of this. That is what I can't wait for. All right. It's just the weirdest take by a fan. You know, it's just a weird take. Oh, wait a second. Weird take. We had two Vikings fans who were 60 years old who called up yesterday and said, you are 100% right about what's going to happen because I've lived it too. And not only have I lived it too, I've lived it longer than you have. So who has it worse? You or the Jet fan? The Jet fan. All right. Okay. Just want to make sure we yeah. know, like, you know, in terms of. Well, uh, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Like hold on. The, the, jet fan, the, jet, the Jet fan who is my age has it worse. The Jet fan who is Joe Beningo's age does not. Because Joe Beningo saw a Super Bowl at 15 years old. And that's one thing that he never brings up. Ever. It's woe is me. I can't believe it. And then he'll go, I gotta get another one. No, you don't. You sold your soul for Super Bowl three. That was it. You ain't getting another one. That was the football gods coming down and saying, here's your one. Here's the miracle. That's it. And you're not getting another one. And he saw it in his prime at 15 years old. 
I was 16 when the Vikings lost that NFC Championship game to the Falcons in 98. If they would have won the Super Bowl that year, I wouldn't be like this. Yeah, you're scarred. I wouldn't sit here and tell you <laughs> that they're going to lose every goddamn game that they play. <laughs> but they did it to me. There's a guy who calls Sal up on the overnight. It's this obnoxious Giants fan who says they're going to go win the Super Bowl. And I don't blame him for thinking that. Why? Because they've won four of them, and two of them were the most unimprobable victories in the history of the NFL. So tell me again, is it me or is it them? It's them. They did it to me. Just like the Giants have made the Giant fan hopeful, the Vikings have made the Vikings fan pessimistic. That's what it is. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Boomer Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. There was one incident I left out that someone reminded me of in my screaming, and I, I don't know how I didn't include this one. And this is where I actually converted somebody into my thinking. So I had just moved back from Pittsburgh with Gina. I was doing the CBS Sports Radio show down the hall on the Upside Down with Brian Jones. It was the 2015 NFL season. The Vikings won the division. They were 11-5. and They were playing at the University of Minnesota field. They were hosting a playoff game there because their new stadium was being built. Okay. Seattle Seahawks wild card weekend. 10-9. Russell Wilson. Richard right. Sherman. Right. 10-9. Okay. Yeah. So the Vikings are down 10-9. Fourth quarter. Drive all the way down the field. Two. The make it a 27-yard field goal. 
Blair Walsh Project, baby. Right. So we're talking what it's plus uh, seventeen or whatever. It's close enough. It's so a the chip ten. Shot. So the ten. The ten yard line. It's a chip shot. They went all the way down to the ten yard line. Ten nine. So I'm watching the game with Gina, and I turn to her and say, "He's missing the field goal." She goes, "He's not missing the field goal. Come on, it's twenty seven yards." I said, "You don't know. You grew up a Steelers fan where things work out. You win championships. You've seen Lombardi's. He's missing the field goal. Stop it." Wide left, missed the field goal, lose 10-9. She goes, I'm never doubting you again. So, that's what I want from you on Monday morning, is I'm never doubting you again. That's what I want to hear. Gee, was that the game where it was cold and Bud Grant came out like in a t-shirt? Yes, in the yeah, before the game, yeah. Everybody, 11-5, yeah. here comes Bud Grant walking out there basically naked in his boxer shorts. And I'm like, they're not losing, they're not losing. Blair Rolls. <laughs> Damn. Didn't he get, like, hate mail and all that Oh, of stuff? course he did, just like every every other person in that situation. You know, I'm going to say that you have that team, when you really think about it the way that you explain it and things that we have seen from that team just recently over the last couple of years, that team has some of the most amazing wins and some of the most amazing losses. Yeah. Keeps you on your balls of your feet, I guess. <laughs> You know? balance it out. <laughs> right, yeah. it does. certainly does. All right, uh, Jerry's here with us. Good morning, Jerry. What's going Good on? Good morning. Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and brought to you by Flag and Anthem. Real close for real life. A lot of anger this morning. Uh, it's, it's reality, Jerry. It's, reality. it's not anger, it's reality. It's well, reality. I mean, you call it what you want. I'm also, the reverse. I'm calling it the reverse. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not touching the money. He's oh. uh, pushing the money over to the giant side of the table. Also, I had some anger at 457 this morning. <laughs> oh, I heard this. oh, my God. The difference between Daniel Jones and Matt Ryan, you friggin' moron, <laughs> is that Matt Ryan won an MVP! <laughs> Everybody's upset today. It's a Tuesday. We're in the middle of January. That's why. It's a good time. NFL playoffs, NBA picking up. It's not a terrible Shut time. Shut up! <laughs> okay. Mon- Monday through Friday is brutal in January. Saturday and Sunday are spectacular. That's oh, I'm I got a Ranger hockey game tonight. I'm happy. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, you know what's funny? What's I, funny? In everything we got to yeah. yesterday, uh-huh. I did forget I wanted to play you this from uh, Saturday. Yeah, I told you. 325 to go. Lafreniere now. Speeds it up. He's got heel cutting the net. He has it knocked off. It's one Severson. And a 2 one developing. Severson has Heischer. Severson with the puck. Score! <laughs> David Severson wins it for the Devils in overtime. Four to three. Good night, Rangers. Oh, well, good night. <laughs> Shove it, Boomer. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, that game was a great game, by That's the way. That's Sam Kaysen on Devils Radio. Was that Boomer up your ass? Was that Chico doing a woo, 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 woo? That was Chico doing a woo, woo, woo. Right, woo, woo, right in your face. So the Rangers, Devils, uh, <laughs> one, one, and one this year. Oh, man. Oof. Yeah, no, how about that? That was... Uh, how about that? How about that? So I just want to see if this is... Yeah, this is Chico here. Good night, Rangers! Woo! <laughs> I mean, show some class, Gino. Come on, man. He's fired up, man. I mean, let, let's see what happens when we get... <laughs> Calm down. Banachek was great in the third period in overtime. You, as they came back to win. <laughs> Yeah, woo, 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 woo. yeah, okay. Yeah, all right, Chico. That's we'll awesome. See. We'll see. We'll see, Chico. Sir, bend over. <laughs> and then... Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, you know, the other thing, too, is like, I, I'm a huge hockey guy. I love hockey. I, I 
try to talk about it wherever I can when I'm here and you guys don't, you know, over talk me or over speak. I love hockey. You know that. Yeah, I know you do. But these other idiots around here, they <laughs> hate softball and they hate hockey. Mm-hmm. I did think uh, when Al gets his check for his for his prostate, that's how he sounds. It's <laughs> 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 pretty good. So, uh, <laughs> you maniacs on Twitter are all, at, all over me. Stick it, boomer. Oh, take funny. that. I'm like, come on, guys. It's a middle of the season game. It was a great game. Of oh, hockey. Oh, it was up and down. It was it was uh, a couple of mistakes by the Rangers that ended up in the back of the net, uh, you know, for us. But, I look, man, it was a high-energy, high-intensity game in the middle of the day. I know. I just wanted to. It was an I, awesome game. I just wanted to play. Good night, Rangers! <laughs> I've actually had my prostate checked many times. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's funny. Anyhow. If the Devils meet the Rangers in the playoffs, let's get Chico Resch in studio with us just to woo in your face. That's <laughs> <laughs> every minute. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, um, let's get to... Our announcers don't act like that. We act like we've been there before. Let's get to uh, the college football championship game last mm. night. Here was Kirby Smart in his pregame speech to his club. Yo ass, they prepared for this for 365 days, I think about them in that locker room. Think about getting our opportunity. All the you went through this week to get ready for this game, now is when you pay the Right. You go out there with energy, enthusiasm. Take out. Hey, nobody in this room should be cautious. Hey, nobody in this room should be nervous about. Go out here and their ass up. And they did. Oh boy, did they ever? They just wallop TCU. Bennett to throw, lobs it to the right corner. There's McConkey. He got on his donkey and made a sliding catch in the right corner. Touchdown. Yeah, donkeys aren't fast, so it doesn't make any sense. Just rhymes. <laughs> Georgia wins. They scored 55 unanswered points uh, as they win 65-7. to I mean, it was a joke game. It was a joke. Setson Bennett threw for 304, four scores, ran for two more. Here was, um, you want to talk about being philosophical. Here's Kirby Smart, the challenges of being this successful right now. The biggest challenge is the same thing it is in all of the world. The world we live in today, society we live in, entitlement. So the minute that you think you're entitled to, to winning games and, and you don't have to work hard, Coach, Coach Dykes and I were talking about it, you know, the, the uphill battle for those guys is you think that you just inherit success. And you got to work for it. So, well, And then you got to go to the transfer portal and pay players more money than other That's teams. That's the problem, too. <laughs> That's basically what you got to do. And, you know, I'm sure TCU's got a very strong uh, alumni backing. And, I, and, you know, Georgia does. So, I mean, listen, it's, it's a new you, game. You, you basically have two levels of professional football. You have college football, which is now professional football. And then you, of course, have the NFL. These, same thing with the basketball. Yeah, same thing. There's Absolutely. No, there's no question thing. about it. And these coaches, I, I don't think people realize just how hard it is and what they have to deal with. And what he says in Tottleman, he's also pointing to some of his players. He's basically saying a lot of these players don't want to work hard for it, and if they don't get what they want, they go right to the transfer portal. That is very true. That is happening on a daily basis. Exactly. In college in college sports. It is it is out of control. There's nobody controlling any of it, and it's unlimited, by the way. No doubt. Uh, Giants-Vikings Sunday at 440. Um, Brian Dable says it's okay that we haven't been here before. Experience probably is overrated, to be honest with you. Um, it's how you prepare 
how you practice, and ultimately how you play the game and coach the game on whatever day it is. So we will you know, see how He they... says it doesn't matter, but earlier in the year he was talking about how he was on all these great championship teams. I did think about that, too. Right, I was thinking about, like, okay, yeah, well, your experience, maybe your players don't have a lot of experience. Well, he did tell us that at training camp. He was like, you know, with my experience, I've been on good teams, I've been on bad teams, I've been on okay teams. So I've been on national championship teams, I've right. been on you know, Super Bowl winning teams, teams. Right. I've been on teams that have been 3-13. and 13. That's the experience. Experience, that part of it. And Kafka was with, uh, you know, Andy Reid for all those shows. Sure. Yeah. Jets, meantime, met the media. Martindale, Wink Martindale, what kind of, uh, you know, experience does he have? Lots. Successful experience. Mm-hmm. With that pain in the ass, John Harbaugh and Baltimore Ravens squad. Because that's what they are. They are, the certainly. Oh. Here was uh, Rob Sala. Zach Wilson's going to be okay. He's a good kid, works hard. He understands what the main thing is, and he's he's young. He's only 23 years old. He's trying to figure all this out just like I am. Mm, okay. <laughs> Not a great thing to say, but okay. We have no idea what we're doing. Just trying to figure it out, man. Like the two of us. Like, God. Fingers crossed, huh? Oh, man. Here was the big quote that made, not headlines, but certainly made its rounds yesterday. Wilson asked um, how he'll be if the Jets do go out and sign a veteran quarterback in the offseason. I'm going to make that dude's life hell in practice every day. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna go out there and do my best uh, to just show the coaches that I deserve to be there. And, you know, and it's not it's not in a negative way. It's a positive way. It's making everybody else, you know, better, hopefully. And, and you go out there and you just attack everybody. This was blown way out of proportion well, Of course yesterday. it was. Yeah, I mean, if you because nobody said not... The part of that quote that nobody tweeted out, of he course. goes, not in a negative way, in a positive yeah, way. Yeah, like a competitive way. Right, of course, which is, is something that is, that's a good thing. If we're going to trash him for the bad things he says, that's actually a good thing that he said. I'm just surprised that he is talking like he actually wants to be here and yeah. compete next year. That's, that's a surprising He said, quote, I love this franchise. Yeah. I mean, I, I still think there's a possibility he's not here, but everything I heard yesterday sounded like they were going to try to fix him somehow. In this offseason. That's what it felt like to me. But we who knows? See. We've been lied to before. Uh, yes. Right to our faces. Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, released from a hospital in Cincinnati. Flew to Buffalo. Transferred to Buffalo General to continue recovery and receiving treatment. So that's great news. Uh, the Cardinals did fire Cliff Kingsbury and GM Steve Keim, quote-unquote, stepped away. Resigned. Uh, both were signed through Step 2027. Down. Down, yeah. Right. They, they were saying he stepped away health, for health, health reasons. reasons yeah. Correct. Titans fired four assistant coaches, including offensive coordinator Todd Downing. The, um, the signing that still hasn't happened continues on. The saga with Carlos Correa. Apparently the twins really serious now. So we'll see what happens there. You guys talked about the Knicks. They wound up, they played well, but lost late to the Bucks. Looking for an opening. Steps back. That's a two pointer. And that was Mike Breen on MSG. The Bucks uh, outscore the Knicks in the fourth quarter. They wind up winning 111-107 as they come back from 17 down. Giannis had 22 points, 10 boards, 5 assists. Big 3 by Brooke Lopez, Lady at 17. And Holiday did finish with 15. And then there was Jalen Brunson, 44 in the loss. 15 of 30 from the floor, 10 of 10 from the free throw line. Here was Tom Thibodeau. Give the Bucks their credit. Boy, the three-point shot really came to their aid tonight. Some, I thought, were contested very well, and they made I thought Ingles hurt us off the bench. Uh, I thought Portis hurt us. So we'll take a look at, at you know what happened with the bench. He mentioned Ingles. He had 17 off the bench. Here was Brunson. Boy, we were in line to win this thing. Obviously, we, we all could have played a lot better. Um, uh, I think end of it for me, like, a couple play.
plays in the fourth quarter that were just terrible. Stop. He was fantastic. Julius Randle, one of 12 from three. He had 25 points. He was nine of 29, but the three-point shot was not falling for him. One of 12 from deep. And so the Knicks fall to 22 and 19 after their four-game winning streak come to an end. We found out that Kevin Durant has an isolated sprained MCL expected uh, to miss about four weeks. Got that news yesterday, uh, early afternoon or so. Celtics beat the Bulls 107-99. College basketball tonight. You got St. John's and Butler. Seton Hall takes on Georgetown and Fordham faces Dayton. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Gio on the fan in CBS Sports Network. Jerry Recco played a highlight from last night's blowout national championship game where the play-by-play guy said McConkie got on his donkey and rode it into the end zone. It reminded me of something that I read this morning about a donkey. Now, apparently, somewhere on the WFAN website or somewhere, I don't know, there's like a comment section or like a reach out to the program director button or something. I have no idea. But somebody found that feature and it shot off an email to our program director who forwarded it to us to say, hey, like, maybe you could use this. Actually, I think he just sent it to me. I don't know if Al, did you get the same thing? All right. So he no. just he just sent it to me. So he, so do you understand how this works? There's a listener who used this feature on the website, like leave your comments here. Yeah. That got sent to Spike. Spike said, I think this is interesting. He sends it to me. Now we're here, and I'm about to read it to you. And we're talking about donkeys. Yes. Eeyore, 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 Eeyore. Okay. And it involves you. Me? Yes. Riding a donkey? Potentially. I'm not sure. Actually, I have a friend uh, who rode a donkey in uh, the DR last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he? Yeah. That seems fun. All right. So here's the thing. Ready? Yeah. I was a horse jockey in Ohio when Boomer was a rookie quarterback. And he and two other players came to the track to race donkeys. I think Big Dave Remington won, and Boomer was either second or last. I wonder if he remembers it. I'm sure he couldn't forget that. From Edward Brown. Do you remember going to a racetrack your rookie season and racing donkeys with Dave Remington? It was probably Turf Turfway Raceway. Okay. I think, I think that's what it's called right uh, there in northern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And I do kind of vaguely remember. I don't know if it was. It was not. It had to be donkeys because it wasn't horses. Okay. But I, Dave Remington is like 320 pounds at this time. I can't imagine that Dave was on. I feel like me and Chris did it. Me and Chris Collinsworth. So you and Chris Collinsworth 
I, maybe it was Dave. I don't know. Well, did the donkeys maybe just race without jockeys? No, we were on them. You were actually on the donkeys? I'm pretty sure we were. So you're telling me that <laughs> Dave Remington, over 300 pounds, climbed up on a donkey and, and won this race? I kind of feel that way, yeah. Well, could text Dave for Christ's sakes. He'd remember if he won it. Yeah, I, I will. I'll text him. He's not up yet, I don't think. But no, maybe he is up. I'll ask him. But I just, I kind of vaguely remember going to Turfway Park and doing something like that. Okay. And I don't know if it was my rookie year. I don't think I would have done it my rookie year. I would, I would think it would probably be when I became the starter, maybe. All right. Someone's going to remember this. Either Collinsworth or Dave or something. You've got a vague memory of it. I do. I There's going to be somebody who goes, how could you forget I won the donkey race. I mean, we did a lot of like stuff like that in Cincinnati. It was <laughs> sure. crazy. We had a traveling basketball team. You know, that would barnstorm and go play basketball like through the Kentucky, Indiana, and Ohio. Wow. Like that's what we were doing in the off season. Like we weren't work I'm mean, like we were playing basketball at the local YMCA in Cincinnati. That's where I told you uh, we were playing against the big O, Oscar Robertson. Yeah. And we would go down there lunchtime and there were probably about six teams there and the games were like to seven. And if you won, you stayed on. If you lost, then you'd have to sit and wait like an hour before you could get back on the court again. So Keeping score was paramount, and you had it, and you had to make sure that you were accurate. So after every time you scored, you'd yell out the score of the game that you're playing in. So the big O hits a basket, and we were up like three to two or something. And he hits a basket, and he goes back and, and says something like, "You know, five three, we're up five three. Uh oh. <laughs> and my buddy Mike Norseth, who was the back backup quarterback. Right. Got into a fight with the Big O <laughs> at the Cincinnati YMCA over what the score was. Well, hey, you got to be accurate, man. I'm like, Mike, you're fighting with the Big O, man. <laughs> what a <laughs> moment. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was nuts, man. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, like, so we would always do like stuff like that back then. I don't, the players, I don't necessarily know, do any of that stuff anymore. And the yeah. money is so big and. No, I don't think that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are racing like I was donkeys. Probably, I probably got five hundred dollars to show up for that to race a donkey, yeah, or, or to be on a donkey and race with the donkey. Yeah, that's what I I'm think saying. that's what right, it was. Right. Like to hop on the back of a donkey and race. I'm glad somebody found that button to send you to send you the story. <laughs> Just think about that. That guy's been sitting on that for thirty five years. Yes. <laughs> That's unbelievable. He finally decided to reach out and ask you about it. Uh, all right, so there's something I wanted to bring up to you. you know, this Sean McVay thing, I'm disappointed in this guy because I really liked him, and I thought he was a guy who wouldn't pull stunts like he's pulling now. Well, you know, he's 36 years old. He's like in that wheelhouse of like, you know, you know, life is good. I'm making $14 million a year. I'm the third highest paid coach in the NFL. I got a gorgeous wife. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, in football... You know, it takes up a lot of your time. Of course it does, but he's 36. He's been to two Super Bowls. He's won a Super Bowl. And you're telling me that this guy's going to step away? Now, is he going to step away to take a couple of years off? Or is he going to step away forever? Why is he stepping away? I mean, the, f the fact of the matter is he still has a contract that runs through 2026. I mean. So he's got four years left on his contract at $15 million a year. I mean, like, you, I, I, it's just like this Aaron Rodgers question. He's He's to make 50 million dollars next year and I, he's you know waffling and all this other stuff and i know it's tough when you lose games and your season's over 
and you're you were hoping that you're going to make it to the playoffs, or in the case of Sean McVay, you're coming off of the high of winning the Super Bowl last year. Sure. So I, I know that there's disappointment. It's the natural emotions of all these guys that go through a long, arduous season. They just want to sit down. They just want to relax. They want to get away from it for about two weeks and then come back and be rejuvenated. So that's what I would think is going to happen with Sean McVay. But this, this whole notion that he's going to leave that amount of money on the table. Well, he could make more in broadcasting these days. He may. So that's he may. the thing. He may. So if you're telling me he's making $15 million as a coach and then you're doing 10 times the amount of work that you'd be doing, if not more... Then you you'd be doing in a broadcast booth that you get get paid more than maybe he could he could sign a five year deal with Prime for a hundred million dollars exactly and fly <laughs> privately wherever he wants to go with his wife and they can go to games and then they can take off you know and he's a personality he's a great personality he's got a lot of energy he's young he's dynamic look at all the coaches that have come off of his staff and have become really really <clears> successful <throat> coaches Brandon Staley's one of those coaches Zach Taylor's one of those coaches Kevin O'Connell's one of those coaches I mean they're all over the NFL now. I would say they're all direct descendants of the great Mike Shanahan. Shanahan tree. That's the Shanahan tree. That's Mike Shanahan. You know, for people who watch the NFL in the 80s and the 90s, I mean, this guy was the preeminent coach. Like, he, he's he got this tree, much like Parcells has a tree and Belichick has a tree. This guy, Mike Shanahan, has maybe maybe the greatest tree of all. Holmgren tree is a good tree, too. Well, Holmgren tree is definitely a good tree. But when you take a look at what Mike Shanahan created and the offense and everything else and the way to do things, and just look at his son, Kyle. Yeah, doing a great job. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.